0: Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show.
1: Classic
0: hits. Bored Gosh Energy is increasing its rates for both electricity and gas customers, you would have heard in the news. According to a statement from the company, the average electricity bill will go up by 27% and the average gas bill will go up by 39%. The company is ending its winter price pledge and the changes will take a, take effect from the 15th of uh, April. Now the company said is uh, is working with the Money Advice and Budgeting Service or MABS as we know it and is also establishing an energy support fund to help customers who experience difficulties in managing uh, their bills. Now Bord Gosh Energy blamed the price rises on the persistence of high demand on gas worldwide, reduced supplies, low storage volumes, geopolitical issues and late winter conditions. However, there have been uh, continued increases in wholesale energy costs over the past two years, not just now, Uh, and particularly in uh, the past 12 months. Uh, this, together with the expectation the costs will remain both high and volatile for some time, means we are forced to increase our prices, said Borgosh Energy. Uh, the company actually raised prices three times last year and gas prices twice. So on top of uh, increases last year, where there, it was estimated that customers were paying uh, 540 a year more, you can add on to that now another 340 a year, which isn't far off an extra 1,000 euro a year just for uh, your energy. The Minister for Finance, Pascal Donoghue, says while people will soon feel the effects of the energy rebate, that's that 200 quid we're to get in uh, our bills, I think it's next month, um, <laughs> it's already been wiped out. The government, he said, can't meet all of the costs. So today I want to hear from you. I want you to send me a WhatsApp to 87 treble 8 With the price of household fuels increasing again, are you concerned about making ends meet? Will you still be able to afford your summer holiday or other luxury spends? I'd love to hear from you. Our number is a Treble Zero Eight. You can also call us directly on O eight one eight ninety-four two one oh five. The charity alone is calling on the government to implement a range of measures to help older people, many of whom will be living on fixed incomes. Um to, to help them meet the higher energy costs. They want the state pension benchmark to the average weekly wage and the eligibility criteria for the fuel allowance to be widened. I'm joined on the line by the CEO of Alone, uh, Sean Moynihan. Sean, good afternoon and welcome to Ireland's Classic Hits. Good afternoon. Glad to be here. Sean, um, it, it, It's it's never-ending, isn't it? Look, I think it's a really challenging time, and I think
2: we all know that we're going to be affected by by by, by 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 this. I think you put your finger on it. It's the fixed income part of it for older people, especially those on 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 their own. You know, um, the base living on the basic pension, they have no way, wriggle room, or ability to respond to this level of increases. Knowing, as we know, that unfortunately, because of a horrendous situation in Ukraine. We've also got other food rises and other things on the way. Hmm. So this is no longer a temporary situation. This could be much longer. So really, we need some intervention.
0: And what does that intervention look like? Because already we have had an intervention where uh, 200 euros, originally 100, uh, the government realised that's just not enough. Uh, They made it 200. 200 will be knocked off. I think it's our next uh, Hmm. electricity bills. That's a help, but it's not enough.
2: Yeah, look, I think we should all we have to be grateful for that and we have to be happy about it and we appreciate it. But I suppose when that came in, there was a sort of say, look, we haven't got time for more targeted measures. And what we're saying now is, is because this is probably much more long term, that we need to start considering those targeted measures. During COVID, we had great social solidarity and we proved that we could put a floor under the economy. Mm-hmm. What we're looking for is, is to put a floor under those who are on fixed incomes. Old and young, those old, no low incomes. We're a good country and nobody wants anybody really to go without heating and nobody wants anybody to be in food insecurity either.
0: Because the reality of it is, I mean, these are extraordinarily dramatic uh, price increases, the like of which we haven't seen since probably the 1970s. And when I see electricity going up by 27%, gas bills up by 39%, that's on top of whatever we had uh, in terms of increases uh, last year, people are going to be facing a choice of eating their dinner or heating their house.
2: Look, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, people are already making those choices from the increases that came before. And for a lot of older, old people, like maybe, you know, above 70, 75, who with underlying health conditions, heating's a public health issue. They've got to keep warm to keep healthy and well. But people have uh, have been altering their purchasing and their patterns for several months now during the winter, and we know the winter will give way now. But ultimately, is the order price hikes on on, on the way? Mm. So for us, is the creativity that was there during COVID, the ability to do things that weren't possible? And unfortunately, COVID hasn't gone away, and that's the context for older people. Older people had the huge levels of health risk for COVID. And ultimately, is is we're only coming out of that. So many older people have backlogs of housing issues, health issues. There's so many challenges for people at the moment. So we're really looking for maybe the conversation and the interventions to make sure that nobody's left to struggle.
0: Okay. now we know how much uh, the COVID interventions cost Mm -hmm. the state. Uh, Mm -hmm. We borrowed very heavily in order to, as you said, keep a floor under the economy, which we seem to have done relatively successfully, but not without uh, accruing debt along the way, what can we realistically do as a state in order to, in some way, offset these dramatic price increases? And we're talking about home fuel and all of that. That doesn't take into account previous conversations we've had about the cost of fuel to put into your car and uh, drive from A to B. Yeah,
2: well, look, even if we take something, you know, like the state pension. The state pension there's a government a program for government commitment to make it thirty five percent of the average industrial wage we're we' we're, we're're we're, we're, we're around thirty euros below that at the moment right so that's why last year at the the budget friend you know it was only a fiver people were really had been pushing hard united front around at least at least ten to twelve euros so the reality of it is is even with the pension, we're looking for them to live up to the program for government and give people, you know, the, the pension. You know, is is after forty, fifty years of work actually below the poverty line? So the reality of the here is, is we need to give people the means to get the basics of life. It's not a, it's not about luxuries. So I think ultimately, it is, you know, this is how we need to prioritise our, our our spending at the moment because we, as I said, I don't think anybody in the country wants anybody going without heating or, as we go forward, maybe drifting into food insecurity.
0: Hmm. Now, um, Pascal Donoghue said earlier today that we'll all soon start feeling uh, the effects of these increases, but we'll also feel the effects of the energy rebate, the €200 that we're all going to get. But he did warn that the government can't meet all of these extra costs. So, People are going to have to uh, ration, oh, are they not? Oh,
2: look, absolutely. Look, we all know that. But I, I suppose the point is, is it's your ability going into this to absorb this. So for all of us in the general community, for every family, there's going to be a hit here. For every individual working, everybody individual, but no matter what they they contribute to society. But what we're talking about is, is whether it's young or old people who who are on fixed income, or people with health issues, or disabilities, or very low income families. This is what I'm saying. We have to we have to create targeted measures, or we'll have a situation that will have disproportional effect of all this on people, and. Um, I think I think for us is, is we're all we know older people are already making difficult decisions, and yesterday is a lot to digest. This extra cost, this extra impact, this extra, extra worry of how people are going to survive and how people are going to live and the quality of that life.
0: Because as I look at these price increases on top of the increases that we already had last year and no sign, certainly in the foreseeable, that uh, there's going to be any reverse in, in the trends that we're seeing, uh, it, it is a particularly uh, scary time for people who are living on uh, fixed incomes. What is your number one priority, Sean, for the government in terms of we need to do this in the next two weeks?
2: I think for uh, for, for us, is, is to realise that, I, I heard a couple of ministers saying they'll deal with some of this in the budget next year, is to realise that it's not going to wait. That ultimately, whether we have to put, put, give people security around, you know, bread, food, you know what I mean, create some type of allowance around food, or oh, we need to up the fuel 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 allowance and criteria or address the pension. I think my big Army message is this will not wait. There seems to be an impression is we've got some measures in and we'll wait and deal with the stuff in the budget. I don't think people can wait that long. Mm. I think you've asked people to text in on the WhatsApp there what what things and I can guarantee you there will be so many older people families, people on basic and fixed incomes that are going to really struggle. So I think I I don't think this is going to wait. And that's our message is if people think this will wait for the budget, we won't.
0: Okay, and obviously uh, your organisation represents people who are retired, who are living on fixed Mm -hmm. incomes, who are living alone. Um, And that doesn't take into account the many other tens of thousands of people that Alone wouldn't even uh, cater for, and I'm again talking about people living on <laughs> on fixed incomes, on social welfare, on disability allowance, and so on, who will also uh, feel this very hard over oh. the next while.
2: Um, and, and I suppose in some ways we're unified with them. We realise, whereas we have a network of staff and relationships with other agencies that support older people to age at home. And nearly, I'd say around fifty, of, I think it's around forty-five percent of people we work with are nearly over eighty. So the reality is, is we're working with a marginalised group we, but we would be in solidarity realising that there are families, there are people with disabilities and younger people that are also going to face this challenge and this is where we feel the conversation has to start about the targeted measures that we can do to make sure that we put a flaw under people. you know, and Because we know, we can, and I think the government's right, we can't insulate everybody from everything here but we must insulate those who cannot
0: bear it. Sean Moynihan, CEO with uh, Alone. Thank you very much indeed for joining us on Ireland's Classic Hits. And I would love to hear from you on this. Our number is O eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. You can call us on O eight one eight ninety-four two one oh five. I want you to send me a uh, WhatsApp. In the wake of this announcement yesterday by Bordgosh and all the other companies will follow suit, by the way. It's only a matter of time. Um they raised their uh, electricity prices three times last year and gas prices twice which added around €540 a year to customers' gas and electricity bills since the autumn of uh, 2020. On top of that, then, yesterday, they announced a 27% uh, increase in electricity bills and 39%, anybody who's heating their home with gas, is facing a 39% increase in their bill. Think about that. That's on top of the uh, massive increases that we faced we faced already and what's even more concerning is that there's no sign of this ending anytime soon there's no sign that the wholesale prices of of gas and electricity are going to go down anytime soon so i want to find out how this is going to impact you are you uh, concerned obviously you are concerned uh, i want to find out the the direct impact uh, that this will have on you, on your life, on uh, your budgeting, all of that. Our number, as I said, is 087-188-0008. Uh, you can send us a WhatsApp voice note to that number like uh, this listener did. Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note.
3: How you doing, Adrian? Yeah, just listening to the topic about the price of gas and the price of electricity. Um, every politician that we're talking about is out of the country at the moment. They're all away uh, enjoying themselves on taxpayers' money, uh, under the guise of um, "oh, it's not a junkers, We're going away to bring jobs back to Ireland. You know, they can't even get full employment for the people of Ireland, and then you have these companies uh, ripping everybody off for the price of uh, the price of living, the price of existing, for gas and electricity. And I only found out last night through a friend of mine that Bord gosh, is not an Irish company; it's owned by an English company. So you're paying your money for your gas and electricity if you're with gosh to an English company. And they're talking about, do you want to give up your flag and be Irish? We were sold down the tubes. Oh, people can't afford to live in this country anymore. And who's responsible? The people that are out of the country supposed to be running the government. Absolutely make it a shame to be Irish. Cheers, Morris.
0: All right, Mars, thanks very much indeed. O eight seven one double eight treble zero eight is our number. You can send us a text, a WhatsApp, or a WhatsApp voice note to that number. Or you can call us directly on O eight one eight ninety-four two one oh five. We want to find out from you how you're feeling about these chronic increases in energy prices. By the way, this doesn't take into account the increase that we're seeing in everyday items when you go to do your shopping it's all increasing how are you going to cope how is this going to affect you so gosh uh, Energy yesterday confirming that they were upping the price of electricity by an average 27% and upping the price of gas by up to 39% how are you going to uh, survive how is this going to impact on your life uh, 087-188-008 is our uh, number. Sharon, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you, Sharon?
4: Hi, Adrian. How are you?
0: I'm good, thanks, Sharon. Well, what did you want to say on this?
4: Well, I feel very sorry for our young people and our older people. Um, You know, if if those prices go up then they're hard enough squeezed with the rent already, you know. So Mm. rents will probably go up as well because if If the renter, if the the landlord is paying those bills, then they're obviously going to take it back somewhere else. So the rents are going to go up.
0: That's one thing. Yeah, that's that's Um, a big concern. Well, the rents have been continually increasing over the last uh, number of years, uh, and there's no sign of that stopping either.
4: Well, look, we've always been sensible um, in our house, and you know, we we've worked hard, but. At the same time, you know, you put extra money into your gas and your electricity and you think, oh, great, I'm so much in credit. (laughs) Sure, that's wiped out now.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it it really, really is. Um,
4: The squeeze middle all the time, the squeeze middle, the people who are working hard. In fact, I I just got a
0: message a moment ago, and this kind of says it all. Mm -hmm. It says, we're a family with three kids. Husband's working, I'm working, and we're really struggling with bills and costs. Our house is always freezing it's becoming unlivable. Now that's worrying. Mm-hmm. That, uh, <laughs> Like you said, the, the the squeezed middle. Here's a family, mammy, daddy, both out working and still the house is freezing. They can't afford to, uh, to heat it.
4: Well, I think we'd be getting out and marching because the French don't take any of that crap and we take way too much. If they reduce the petrol as well, things like that, people will go out and spend. People are not going to go out and spend now.
0: No, not when, uh, not when things are as expensive as they are. That's the, the, the harsh reality. So what else would you like? I mean, you say, you're say you saying get out and march and protest and everything else. A lot of what is happening in terms of energy costs are very much outside the government's power.
4: Are they, though? I mean, we never seem to have debate about this. You know, the people are just kind of left in the dark. Like, why, aren't we, why didn't we have a debate about this? before they did
0: it. Yeah, but a a, a debate about what? A debate about saying, you know... Telling
4: us why they need to raise raise them. Pardon me? Telling us why they need to raise them so high. I mean, they seem to have money...
0: But I can tell you the answer to that because the cost of oil and the cost of gas on the international markets is shot through the roof. That's the simple answer to that. And we rely on most of our energy importing from abroad we don't have our own uh, oil supply we don't have our own gas supply we import it and that's what's costing us the money Mm. so uh, obviously the the government have certain things that they can do which they did last week with uh, knocking the 20 cent off uh, petrol with excise charges and all of that but they are relatively limited in what they can do are they not
4: Well, what that man said just there about them all being away, I mean, why are they gone to 30 countries? There's no way they're bringing jobs back to Ireland from 30 countries. They're all gone off for Paddy's Day. Mm -hmm. 30 countries. So at at least 30 30 of our politicians. You know, I think a lot of that spending is totally unnecessary.
0: It it is. uh, It's a conversation we have had about the, the value of sending government ministers around the world... One of the things that is in Ireland's favour on the 17th of March is that the world focuses on Ireland and we're only a tiny little country and yet the whole world uh, paints, you know, rivers green, buildings green, everything else. So we do, we are a it's focus really of attention.
4: Our business people are, are good enough at going over to other countries and they they make business, you know? I just think the government need to be more accountable. We need to be really... They need. To, they need to be. Um, it needs to be more. What's the word? Tran- trans. <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Transparent.
0: Interview? Transparent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Stay there for one second, Sharon. Oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight is our number. I'd love to hear from you on this and find out how you are being impacted and how you will be impacted going forward with the ever increasing energy prices. Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note.
3: Yeah. Uh, hi, Adrian. Uh, just in relation to the to the topic, um, I totally agree with your contributor you had on there. From a loan, there needs to be targeted measures because the 200 euro um, payment that everybody is getting—I mean, the wealthy people get that as well—so that measure is not exactly targeted. Um, also, in relation to the to the increases, and one of Boris's uh, excuses was the war in Ukraine and a cold winter. Well, we've we've had one of the mildest winters. Um, in the long, long time. And I'm just wondering, when the war in Ukraine ends, which it will end, will the prices come back down again? Thanks, Adrian. uh, Cahill and County Mead.
0: Cahill, I I would like to think yes is the answer to that. The prices will start to fall back again. But when is that war going to end? Now, we're hearing positive uh, signs of talks and so on, but it's not going to end this weekend. It's not going to end next weekend. Uh, When will it end? And let's just hope that it does end. We will take a very quick break. I'd love to hear from you on the effect of these uh, increases on you. Oh eight one eight ninety four two one zero five is our phone number, or you can text or WhatsApp us on oh eight seven one double eight treble zero eight. And um, I'll, James, I'll take your call straight after the break. And you're welcome back. This is Adrian Kennedy uh, in Farnell today. We're talking about the announcement yesterday by Bord Gosh Energy that it was increasing. Its electricity bills on average by 27% and the average gas bill by up to 39%. The changes take effect from the 15th of April and theoretically from the 15th of April the country's a little bit milder and you don't need your heating on as much and all of that. But winter's only around the corner then in a couple of months. So uh, it is very concerning. A lot of people uh, very... Uh, vexed about this and I'd love to hear from you on oh eight seven one double eight treble 8 087-188-0008 how are you being impacted by uh, the cost of um, fuel, energy uh, obviously we've spoken uh, on many occasions about you know petrol increases but now we're back to talking about electricity and gas increases now James you're on Ireland's Classic Hits how are you James? Uh, good
5: afternoon ladies uh, well, I'm an old age pensioner, mm-hmm. so. But I was saying to Ruth earlier on, I have no heating on in my house today now, and I won't have.
0: And it, 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 that's by choice, obviously.
5: Yes, by choice. Yes, well, I think. It's or, by or,
0: choice. or by necessity.
5: No, not necessarily by necessity. I would start. I would stop using heat at this time of the year normally, Adrian. It's, st- the it's
0: still chilly enough. It's uh,
5: well, what it's is it? About, nine
0: degrees today. It
5: is about. 12, 13 in my house here now at the moment. Right. Which is quite, I find quite good. I think we come a little soft, Adrian. I hear people having thermostats at 21 degrees. I mean, who needs 21 degrees? It's like, a, it's like a hot day in the middle of June, you know? But it's, in,
0: so, in, in, so what are you saying? That we all need to start being a little bit more frugal?
5: Yes, that's what I, I, it's in it, you know, I grew up a long, long time ago. I, I was going to school in the 50s, and it was like this all the time. It was pulling the devil by the tail, and keeping the wolf in the door all the time. Mm. Because, uh, uh, and my parents, who got married in the late 30s, people don't even realise, like, that there was no social welfare in
0: No, Not of course, all. yes, yes.
5: No, no department of social protection, nobody a community welfare officer. No charities, no Simon community, none of these people. The only charity was the St. Vincent
0: de Paul. And And on uh, top of that, um, if you were lucky enough to have a job, your wages were very poor. Oh, very poor. And uh, if you were cold at home, you just put on an extra jumper.
5: Yes, and you're up here in council houses now where I live in the north side. And I don't know, do you ever see that film, Angela's Ashes?
0: Yes, I did, yes.
5: Well, that's the kind of houses we had up here in the north side, council houses, which had about three rooms on them. And mother and father rear re- six and seven children in, with no with inside bathroom, no inside hot water and a toilet in the backyard. And
0: certainly nothing of the um, of like um, central heating or anything no, of that no, no, nature no, 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 at nothing all. Nothing of that
5: at all. No. Said, maybe three rooms in the house, one major room upstairs and two rooms downstairs, outside toilet in the yard, no bathroom, no hot water, kitchen, cold water tap in the kitchen sink to cater for six or seven in the family.
0: Now, and, uh, fortunately, we have moved from that And fortunately, we uh, we do have, you know, more luxury in our lives The country yes, is much yes, more yes. Uh, wealthy than it would have been then And all of oh, that yes, But uh, that, that. but you're saying that, even though, you know uh, and When I hear, heard of you saying your heating isn't on today I, I immediately, my immediate reaction was Oh my God, it's freezing though <laughs> And you're coping quite well with that.
5: Oh, I'm a tough old bird. Uh, I grew up in different times. We're a tough old bird. But the thing is, also, I'm hearing about all, you know, we're supposed to, things are very bad, but I'm hearing, you were talking about sheltering yesterday. I actually took one of your tips and passed it on to my neighbour. He was delighted.
0: Very good. We'll be doing that again after one, by the way. Uh, Tips for uh, today. But go on.
5: Did you pass those tips on to John Carmody, by any chance? No, I didn't. No, No, I didn't. No. Well, as I said, We've come a long, long way, and uh, I think we have become a little bit whingy and whiny, Adrian. We really have. I was only looking at a statistic the other day. In the institutions in the country, the Bank of Ireland, Allied Irish banks, credit unions, there's about 100 billion of personal savers deposits in there, belong to people who are PEY workers, not belong to Apple Computers or JP McManus, these are ordinary workers. Mm. Um, That kind of figure, when I was young, we wouldn't know what that figure meant. It would mean nothing to us. I wouldn't even make the right of get Adrian, you know. And uh, I'm hearing now that, uh, talking about Cheltenham, thousands of Irish has gone over there. Do you know how much the cheapest hotel is there for the night, uh, Adrian? 650 euros. Uh, uh,
0: And and it hasn't stopped people going. That's the point. And I take the point that you're making, that, uh, that, that there is some money around. But unfortunately... For many, they are living on very fixed incomes and that makes it extremely difficult to survive on uh, dramatic increases like this when their fixed income isn't matching it.
5: Yes, but as I said, I'm not a great advocate for the government, but I do say, like, it's actually, you said it earlier on, it's beyond the government's control. That's the commodities market, Adrian. Hmm. They They can't control that. And we have inflation now, which we haven't seen the figures like this for 20 years, 5 and 6%. So, and by we, the um, way,
0: by by the time these uh, price increases get taken into account, we'd be looking at inflation probably up around uh, nine or ten percent in well, reality.
5: Then, then that does cause pain, Adrian. You have to expect pain with that, and that's that, that's beyond uh, Michal Martin's uh, control, unfortunately. No, I, I do understand if you're if you're on a minimum wage and you have children, it's they really have to to, to cut your thought, your measure. But but I'm saying like uh, the only thing I say about myself, and I'm speaking about personally myself, I am very very glad that I'm growing up as an old man, or I'm growing old as an old man in Ireland. I would rather grow up as a pensioner in Ireland rather than England. I wouldn't get as good, well looked after, Mm -hmm. or I wouldn't get as well looked after in America, the richest country in the world. If you, know you that,
0: wouldn't get looked after at all, had the no, truth been be known.
5: As you know, in America, it's not uncommon to see a man of my age or older packing bags in Walmart.
0: I was only in the States a few weeks ago and I saw exactly that. Exactly <laughs> that. Stay there for one second, James, if you can, please. Uh, I'd love to hear from you on this. 087-188-0008 is our WhatsApp number. You can send us a WhatsApp or a WhatsApp voice note. Now, Vida, you're on Ireland's Classic Hits. How are you, Vida?
1: Hi Adrian,
0: how are you? Vaida, I read your message out a while ago. Uh, three of you at home, yourself and your husband working, and uh, you've sorry, you've three kids, and you're struggling. Your house is like yeah, a fridge. Are, yeah, exactly. We
1: are we are taxpayers, and uh, basically our house is like twelve degrees. And I was listening to that another guy was saying he's twelve degrees in mm. the house, so I was like, yeah, same as mine. <laughs> Because we live in a country house, in a country, and we have a house with a G rating, which is, you know, when you're heating, it's heat goes through the roof and through the windows. It doesn't stay in, so uh, heat is caused, and we haven't been heating house like one hour in the morning, maybe one hour in the evening. That's it.
0: That's it. And, uh, how, I mean, I, I know what James was describing, life in Ireland in the 1930s. Uh, it isn't the 1930s now. It's the uh, 2020s. And, you know, we the country is much more uh, wealthy than it used to be. But more or less what I was hearing from James is, well, look, get over yourself. If, it's, if you have to live with 12 degrees, put on an extra layer of clothing and you'd be grand.
1: Okay, I wouldn't mind that. But, you know, like when you have a
0: kid's, cute- that's a bit different story.
1: You mm. <laughs> can tell them, you know, just sit in still and, or, you know, the blankets over your head and don't play, don't enjoy, and don't invite any friends, you know what I mean? Like, it's a little bit tricky, you know, when you're know, on your own, maybe it's a different story, but not when you have a family and, you know, you want to live life in full. You don't want to just sit at home and don't invite anyone because your house is freezing all the time. Mm. That's my point, you know. Yeah, like, and then no how energy costs, no gas costs, so everything just add, add, adds up, and we just kind of ha- have to cut things like going out for means, like we used to do before, or you know, just small things, that, you know, enjoy life because we can't afford it anymore, you know, because it goes towards to build.
0: Okay, so uh, you're keeping the house well. You're not heating the house as much as you would have. Uh, the house is. Oh, no fairly cold. Now, hopefully uh, over the the coming days and weeks, the temperature will start getting milder. I see, like, we're looking at uh, 13, 14 degrees over the next couple of days, which helps. It means you oh, don't yeah. have to have your heating on as much as you uh, would have before, but it's still very, very uh, difficult. And and then on top of that, are you, do you drive, or um, how do you get from A to B? Oh, yeah, I drive a car
1: uh, and <laughs> Our car is seven-seater because we have kids and we always take some friends' kids. And it uh, school is still, like, a lot of money. So I'm trying to encourage kids to go on the school buses.
0: Right. School. So, it's, it's really, so we, it really sounds like, like, like
1: it's a... a... Yeah, but still I need to drive. I need to drive. I need to take my activities. I mean, it's like I can see, like, it used to be cost me, like, um, hundred euros a week for fuel,
0: hmm. which
1: is a diesel car now it costs like 150.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, my my car, when I got it first, used to cost, I got it about three, four years ago, uh, used to cost 55 euro to fill it. It now, yesterday, cost me 115 to fill it. Which oh is gosh. a massive it's increase. Double. It really is. Absolutely, yeah. All right, Vida. I wish you well. Thanks very much indeed. Let's have a listen to this WhatsApp voice note. How are we doing? i just listening to your call there
2: about the fuel prices and you know petrol and diesel and everything the gas going up um, just on the diesel and the petrol um, the majority of, of the cost is on um, on the tax that the, the we pay on the petrol So, and the diesel so if the price goes up the government gets more tax can they not cut the tax
0: Uh, figure to reduce it for everyone. Thanks Terry. All right, Terry I I know that the government have uh, opened conversations with the European Union about being able to reduce the tax because obviously being tied in with the European Union we have to charge a certain amount of tax which is why the government were able to cut excise duty because they have control over that but anyway I think that is a conversation that is going to be had over the coming weeks about reducing the, uh, the tax burden on our fuel.